I'm in trouble, buddy. I just met a woman. Go on. Well, she's Jerry's girlfriend. Ah, yes. Forbidden love. She works at a bookshop. Her name's Pam. Pam. I don't know the woman, but she sounds quite fetching. I can't even speak in front of her. Jerry? What could she possibly see in Jerry? Uh, she has delicate beauty. Jerry wouldn't know delicate beauty if it bludgeoned him over the head. And yet, he's my friend. And therein lies the tragedy. For I believe, sadly for you, that there is but one woman meant for each of us. One perfect angel for whom we are put on this earth. Oh, that's beautiful. One winsome tulip we ceaselessly yearn for throughout our dreary workaday lives. And you, my friend, have found your angel. I can tell. For my heart has also been captured by a breathless beauty whom I fear I will never possess. I thought we were talking about me. Uh, right. You have to confront Jerry. Confront Jerry? I can't. You must. I won't. You will. October 28, 2012. Hello, folks. Here we are. Hope you enjoyed that Seinfeld quote. First time, I believe, Susan got to play Newman. You seemed very excited. It was fun. He's a bad man. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, just a few things to talk about this week. Um, let us start off by mentioning that script editor and upcoming superhero show writer, Teresa Keller, got married yesterday. What? Oh, my God. Right. Totally married. Totally married. She is totally She's so married. totally married. What? So congratulations, Teresa. That is awesome. I Yay. hope it was a lovely affair. I'm sure it was. She won't be hearing this because she's on her honeymoon now. Or well, whatever, yeah. So. She's busy. Now, if she's not going to hear it, we could say whatever we want about her. That Teresa Ooh. Keller. Ah, she's so married. <laughs> That's what we say about her when she's yep. not <laughs> She's so married. Oh, my God. Right? She's like the marriedest married I ever saw. Whoa. I was going to say the marriedest married I ever married, but I didn't marry her, so that would have been wrong. You totally didn't. So I saved it, but then I told you how I would have ruined it. And But her husband could use that. He could. So, Her husband. There. Ooh, does that freak you out, Teresa? Ooh, your husband. <laughs> That's right. Mock the married. <laughs> I'm not mocking. It's just you oh, remember. Oh, you're married, huh? With a husband. Happens, Whoa. It's unusual to call it's someone It's unusual? That. Because you're not used to it. To call someone oh. that, you know, think of them as your husband be, or wife. Being married and... was unusual. No! And it is in these sinful times we live in. <laughs> these sinful times. Yes. Because being married, you're suddenly not sinful. You suddenly, become instantly pious. You are pure. <laughs> okay, let's get back on track. That'd be super. Yes. All right. <laughs> I want to mention that uh, Dave Morgan, who will be the upcoming director of Dragon Blink's superhero show, he is uh, presently going to be doing some assistant directing on Tabula Rasa. Fantastic. Uh, just to help out Anna a little bit, get a little experience before he takes over. Before he takes over. All on his own. Yes. And I wanted to mention that Damien Haywood is going to be the cover artist on Tabula Rasa. Wow. So welcome to More the new people. Tabula Rasa team. Yes. And, and you can hear me on Tabula Rasa too. Yeah pretty soon at the end of November. This Woo! isn't all about you. It's not. It's about Tabula Rasa. I'm oh. on topic. <laughs> but you've twisted it a bit. Okay. <laughs> I do that. Yeah. 
And, all right, the last thing we have to mention then is um, we will be at the Long Beach Comic and Horror Con next weekend, November 3rd through 4th in Long Beach, California. And we will be there, like, personally. Yes. Yes. Uh, We had mentioned, I think possibly before that, our panel, we had a podcasting panel that was going to be on Sunday, but that has been moved to Saturday. Right. So our our podcasting panel will be Saturday from 5 to 5.45 p.m. Right. And the the convention goes until 7, so we're near the end of the day. So you can relax, kick back, and talk to us. Chill, hang, yo, what's up? Chill, hang, yo, what's up? (laughs) Right. I'm just saying. So if they come in and say that, it's not going to be weird. They're just going to be all, chill, hang, yo, what's up? And yeah, that's like, what that's you what say, you actually. Say. Right. You I'm... said they could come by and be like. What does be like mean? It means say. It, it. means I provide them with a script and they have to say <laughs> it when they walk in, right? Okay. I see. I see. Right. So we'll see you there, maybe, or not. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It's chill. Whatever. It's cool. Whatever you feel like. Yeah, you know, whatever. No big deal. We're loose. We'll just hang. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's that's all we have. That's it. So shall we move on? Yes! To the interview? Sure. Okay. Super. Ah. Los Angeles, California, home of Chris Hackney, whom you know as Noir in Genesis Avalon, Lance Gangeven in The Line, Alex in In the Sun, the seminar short, Lennox, and whom you will soon hear as Lennox in Macbeth and Rafael Velasquez in Tabula Rasa. Welcome to Twip, Chris. I'm glad to be here. I'm stoked to be back. Woo! Um, we, have two Woo-hoo! Quest- we have two questions for you. Excitement Please. at this hour. Yes, this godforsaken hour. Um, first question. <laughs> you may be the only person in all of Pendant Audio to play an animal. How do you even approach acting as a cat? The same way you would approach acting in any as anybody. I mean, Noir is, yeah, he's a cat, but he's a person too. I mean, he's... He, he has feelings. He has needs. Uh, he he loves uh, he loves chips. He loves Natalie. So uh, it's it's just a matter of being a, being a person and, and realizing that you are a real person. It's not. I'm sure for some people, like they see, oh, it's it's magical talking cat. Uh, let's let's ham it up. Let's make it as wacky as we can. But that's that's not that's not who we is. And I think that I like to think that that comes across the fact that. I mean, Noir has feelings and emotions. He has a love interest. He, he, he has connections with all of the other characters, human connections. So this, you know, for me, I, I don't see any difference when, in any other character I would play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially since that's not the kind of show Avalon is. It's not... Exactly. Like, this is a cat. Wow. Um, it's not a really bad musical, essentially. Um, <laughs> he's a member of the family. He's he's just another person who was there. So exactly. Um, moving on to the second question, you spend entire seminar oh! short. Yes, you spent an entire seminar short talking to yourself. Is it weird not having any other characters to talk to? How did you approach um, playing a character who? 
just kind of monologues to himself the whole time. Well, with I mean, with with any with anything monologue or or, di- or any kind of dialogue, you're you're really even though for Alex there's no physical person there he's talking to. I'm I'm still there talking to someone. I mean, uh, I'm talking to someone that I've lost about about uh, how lost I am without them about what life's like and how it's it's hard to deal with these things and that's the same way you would talk to anybody I mean that's you when you, any kind of acting or anything it, it's just like if, when you're having a conversation with anybody you someone has to be there and has to be believable and real you know if you're if you're talking to yourself you are thinking about you're you're having this conversation back and forth in your in your head because you are real for yourself. It's 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 the same thing. I don't I I don't I don't know. It just doesn't seem strange to me. Plus the fact that with with voiceover you're sitting alone you're standing alone in a room a small little room most of the time talking to yourself anyway. It, it, it's not much different. Right. That's kind of the way the whole business works. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, that's that's kind of. All of our questions. That's well, you guys not, need to submit more questions next time, or I'm going to come after you. Or I'm going to send Susan sh- after you, and then then no one's going to be happy except Susan. Sh- shame on all of you. That's okay. I can invent questions for Chris. What was it Yay. like playing an angel in the line? Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler, sweetie. Um, uh, it was weird when I finally found out that. Lance was actually an angel. Uh, although, in fairness, I did kind of figure it out because as I was reading the scripts, there was um, once we figured out that that D was the angel of death. I looked at her name and I'm like, oh, now it makes sense because she's an, it's an anagram for angel of death. Wait a second, let me look at my name. Holy crap! <laughs> Holy crap! Which would you like? I that, that, at least this is something I did. I was like, oh yeah, no, that makes sense. That's really cool. Well, well, job, and I, you know, job well done, Chris. And then I'm like. I, I didn't even think to unscramble anyone else's name. I didn't. I didn't even think anything about it. Like with D, I was like, "Oh, of course." And of course, like my character was the one who got it. Like Lance was the one who got it in the in the story. So I I thought it was kind of funny that afterwards I looked at mine and like, "Holy crap, there it is." Mm-hmm. It's it was it's fun because obviously Chris didn't write the uh, traditional way we think of angels singing on high what with doing what could be assumed to be some form of drug narcotic in heaven Mm -hmm. it was it was fun it was just fun being something unique it is very unique and doing the drugs and doing what and doing and doing the weird drugs in heaven yeah that was that was cool too yeah, I'm just going to smile and nod and ignore the possible. Um, I'm not trying to imply you do drugs. This is something I'm just trying not to spoil something. Um, Thank you. <laughs> moving on to Macbeth. Um, what's it like playing and doing Shakespeare over um, the interwebs? Because this is you're my first chance to get um, any of the new Shakespeare cast on here. That's not true. I had Cat on here a couple weeks ago. Love you, Cat. <laughs> but um, really, it, it, what was it like trying to play a rather important character? Cat, you were an important character too. Um, 
How do I dig phrase the hole this? Deep, dig the ba hole deeper. Basically, I forgot to ask Kat this very question. What's it like playing an important character in Shakespeare with that many lines uh, by yourself? I, I mean, like, obviously you've got noir. We, we've talked about how oh, you do it like everything else, you know? It's just, you're not with anyone else anyway. But with Shakespeare, there's an almost kind of rhythm that you had to invent for yourself. And how would you do that? How do you do that? It's really weird because, like you said, like Shakespeare has has a rhythm. There's a there's this, this certain pattern to the way each character talks, and speaks to each other. The, the the inflection, it's it's really weird. And I I think on, on, I try to keep some of it in the character, but I think a lot of it gets thrown out as far as because I, I just can't get into that rhythm. Like I love Shakespeare. Um, I. A Midsummer Night's Dream is one of my favorite plays of all time, and so it's it's weird to I, I, I try to keep that 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 Shakespeare idea at a distance because I I don't want to get caught up in the going through the motions of doing that, but you know actually I'd rather be into being Lennox and what's going on in the story between him and Macbeth and Lady Macbeth and everybody. Right. Um, okay. Yeah, but that, that's it. Um, we could talk about Tabula Rasa, but that would just make me sound like an egotistical jerk. And you guys can hear Chris in Tabula Rasa. It'll be cool. He's very good. It'll be a fantastic show. Everyone should listen when it debuts, which... Do, are, do we have the official date? November 21st, 2012. So it is a little less than a month after this interview airs, I believe. Yeah, it is actually a uh, month minus a week. Plugs, 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 listen to the show. Plug, 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 And now that we've talked about musical number, that's right. Somebody get Kristen Bays in here. We'll make it a duet. We'll get all three triplets in here, and it'll be a four-parter. Anyway, on that note, thank you for joining me, Chris. Thank you for having me, Jack. As as amazing as you are. Oh, thank you. Thank I you. Suck thank up as much you. as I can. Thank you. Thank you. You guys can catch Chris next in Genesis Avalon, episode 36 of The Zenith. It's over. It's over. It's over. Just the interview. It's over. Coming out Wednesday, October 31st, episode 36 of Genesis Avalon. Season finale. Woo! Woo! Three years. Whoa! What? Good job. in the wake of a revelation. So, I guess this is what the morning of Armageddon sounds like. The final piece falls into place from an unlikely source. Look, after one of my kids said that you killed Sekhmet, I had a feeling you might be considering an assault. So I started to look into what it would take if you wanted to actually go to the underworld. And I think it's possible. With both Genesis and Exodus Avalon united in mind and spirit, the fight comes to Obsidian. All right, both of you, focus. Focus on the underworld. You have to get us there. But what does Obsidian have planned for them? Ah! Ah! Nat! Dudley! 
It's clear. The stage has been set. The players have arrived. Genesis Avalon faces the battle she was born for. Genesis Avalon, issue 36, The Zenith. The season finale will close one chapter in the saga, but at what cost? Find out only at PendantAudio.com. Wednesday, right? Shut up. Coming out Wednesday, November 7th, which I knew was a Wednesday. Then why'd you ask? <laughs> Season 6, Episode 3 of The Kingery. Next time on The Kingery. This ain't easy, alright? I'm trying. Look, there's a, a lot of that's been going on lately. Bad it's never good enough to get one kick in the balls. The universe likes to give you three or four and then stomp all over them and drive a stiletto through them and then hire a band to play a snappy tune and march in formation until they're obliterated. You got a weird imagination, you know that? <laughs> what? I said I just gave socks to shenanigans. I gave shenanigans to socks. That makes more sense. You can't do that. I, I can. It was mine. I think it wasn't. So you think we should just dump it, right? I think that's a question only Tommy can answer. What question? Nah, nothing. Don't worry, you're pretty... Don't worry your little head about it. I am an Arcalian. I have the authority. All due respect, ma'am. You only have as much authority as Tommy gives you. Only at PendantAudio.com I know you're hurting. I can see it. And after we're done, and after I'm done, you're going to sleep... And then I'm going to get you coffee, and then we're going to talk. Okay? You know, you really know how to kill the mood, Gray. I think I can bring it back up again. <sighs> and we've got one set of casting call results for the new pendant credit announcer for all shows very cool huh huh yeah, yeah totally cool right so we had a good number of auditions come in some guys some ladies it would have been nice to have more ladies in but you know we could say that pretty much any audition you ladies you gotta audition more yes Telling please you, we like the ladies yeah nice voices ladies. yeah ladies okay okay so um what are you scowling at nothing we were scowling yeah Never mind. Move on. Did I do something wrong? No! Okay. <laughs> well, are you going to announce it? Who got the role? The role goes to... Brian Reed. Brian Reed. You are our new credit announcer. You are indeed. We will be in touch with information on what's going to go down with that. Yes, please hold. Your call is very important to us. <laughs> uh, yes, but Instructions will much. follow. Watch ah. your email. Okay. So congratulations, Brian, and thank you very much to everyone who auditioned. There are more auditions coming. We've got um, a bunch of new shows that are um, in development that will be going into production hopefully yes. soon, and there'll be a ton of new roles coming out for those and more roles for our ongoing shows that yes. are presently going. So keep an eye out. Yeah. Keep auditioning. Please. <laughs>
Keep auditioning! Yay! We like auditions. They're Woo, awesome. Auditions. Yeah. La, 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 the show is almost done. Yay! <laughs> and that brings us to the end of our show. Yep, we're done. I could have said program again. I like saying program. Program. It's old timey. Yeah, sounds oh, like Oh, it's old timey. Yes. Don't you love our program? Love it. Good stuff. Brought to you by Umkin Industries. No. Stop it. Well, I just, you know, sometimes... It's fun. <sighs> he still lives within you. That's what I said last time. Oh. Way to just gank my words and spit them back at me. Oh, I ganked oh, him? Oh, you ganked. What? You're the biggest ganker I've ever seen. Be sure to... Stop by the website at PendantAudio.com. The Yahoo group at groups.yahoo.com slash group slash pendant. The Live Journal community at community.livejournal.com slash pendant audio. The Facebook page at facebook.com slash pendant audio. The Twitter feed at twitter.com slash pendant web. And the Tumblr at pendantaudio.tumblr.com. We'll see you back here in a few weeks. Two, I want to say, but I'm not sure. Probably. How about that? <laughs> this is Susan Bridges. And Jeffrey Bridges. Thanks for listening. You are a ganker. I got nothing. The gankiest ganker who ever ganked. Now that's just rude. I'm leaving. Door slam. Footstep, footstep, footstep. <laughs> Quiet sobbing. I'm gonna send Susan after you, and then, then no one's gonna be happy except Susan. So you can relax, kick back, and talk to us, chill, hang yo. What's up?